Now it's time for Real Herbalism Radio. Real herbs, real life, real easy. Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 93, Herb Lab, Metabolic Syndrome and Natural Treatment Options. This episode is brought to you by Occupy Medical Free Integrated Health Clinic in Lane County. Healthcare is a human right. And Candace Hunter Creations, your family herbalist. And Hunter Creation, graphic design and website design and printing. Where their motto is, yes, they can do that. And the Practical Herbalist and the Herbal Nerd Society, giving out practical advice on herbs, herbalism, homesteading, and the herbal lifestyle. Hey, don't forget, the Herbal Nerd Society members should be aware that we've got a new herb of the month coming up really quick. Oh, yeah? What herb is that? That herb would be... Dandelion! Dandelion! Dandelion? Why, dandelions are coming up now. Literally. Laugh, laugh. And also brought to you by the Practical Herbalist Press, writers, creators of fabulous herbal ebooks available on Amazon.com. Yep, you definitely want to check out the herbal folios, including the one on dandelion. Dandelion, herbal medicine rooted in your front yard. Wow, that was a really good canvas. Yeah, you got to remember that. You got to write that down. I'm awesome. It's almost like you write or something. <laughs> Some big events that we're going to be at, or Candace and Sue will be at. So, Sue, you're coming up at events coming up. Where are you going to be? I am. A 2017 Wildflower and Music Festival at Mount Pisgah. That's Sunday, May 21st. 10 to 5, and I will be leading a walk, an herb walk, at noon. And our buddy, Anna, who we have- One our, of our guests. One of our guests. And yes, Anna. Yeah, Bradley, she will be teaching a walk, and this will also be on herbs at 3 o'clock. All That's right. Candice, exciting. you've got something coming up. I'm going to be giving a talk on herbal iced teas. It'll be a free talk. If you want to join us, it'll be May 13th. That's a Saturday at 3 p.m. We'll be down at the Whole Foods Co-op that's fairly new in Eugene area. Yep. And Eugene, wanna, Oregon. Yeah, if you want to sign up for that, go over to meetup.com, search on Inspiring Healthy Living. That's the name of the group. And then sign yourselves up. It would, I'd, love to, I'd love to meet you. So that's two great or Eugene, Oregon events. With some awesome herbalists. Yeah, they are the best. They're my favorites. They are definitely <laughs> the tops. Best herbalists in town. Right. Aren't you going to second the motion? I second. second. <laughs> so in other things, social marketing, that's our big thing. Uh, Facebook, join almost 3,000 fans, our fans, to share and discuss herbs and herbalism on that big hulking monstrosity Facebook. <laughs> awesome. Right. And uh the practical the hashtag the practical herbalist, a Instagram tag that you can use to when you're doing great homesteading and herbalism projects. We'd love to see those pictures. Yes, we would. You know, I recently like last night, just heard a lovely little interview with some programmers from Sixty Minutes that Patrick played for me, in which they talked about how all those social media sites and your devices are designed to be addictive. And I figure that since we're not getting away from technology, as my son quite clearly informed me, that we have to stop caring about the addiction factor. And I figure, okay, that's fine. If you're going to be addicted to something, be addicted to the Practical Herbalist Facebook group. Okay. Come over, be addicted to my Instagram feed. Ah. Maybe the Practical Herbalist Twitter feed. Wouldn't maybe. those be good places to be addicted? Good, healthy, addictive behavior. <laughs> At least your addiction will be feeding your soul. Oh, boy. Right, right. And finally, we're on Pinterest. So go ahead and share and pin all of those cool things on our boards. And you might find some really cool information there, like cleaning little medicine bottles and that kind of stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. That is today's spring cleaning time. So this is a good time to be cleaning out all your tincture bottles and getting ready because you're going to be bottling up tinctures and starting new ones really, really soon. That's right. Yeah. Catches up to you fast. Roll up your sleeves. Here we go. <sighs> so on with the show. And here's your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to Real Herbalism Radio. Wow. What a fabulous interview we had with Jakob last week. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, very interesting. Every time I talk with him, I end up sitting there for a minute and a day is going, ah, that changes the way I, uh, you know, blah, 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 fill sure. in the blank. Right. He's in the blank. I, I love him. He's got these wonderful little eyes that look like they're always 
Right. And like, there's something behind their thinking. It's the dimples. That do it for me. Oh, that dimples. <laughs> but he, he looks like he's got something going on. He, he's he a bit of a trickster. You gotta I, watch out for him. I, oh, I, I do. I do. When we talk with him that I feel that there's this massive funnel of information on top of his head. Yeah. And as it's coming down, it has to be funneled out and go through, goes through his mouth. So he's got he to let the floodgate go. Oh my We'd God. all be with jaws agape going, that's just We'd too be much like information. Tidal wave. <laughs> tidal wave. So I think he has, he's constantly distilling out what he's <laughs> yeah. going to deliver and how, because it, it could get too, too complicated too quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he's a knowledgeable man. Yes. And I, I really enjoyed that topic too. I think it's important for people to take a look at some of the basics. We have a tendency on this show to talk about treatment of things, but he was mm-hmm. really kind of going into prevention, yeah. which we need to address too. And, and what is it that about our diet and our lifestyle that can be healthier? Right. Yeah. I mean, the basis, the foundation for all of life is good nutrition, good healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, enough sleep, good exercise, plenty of water. Fresh, you know. clean water. Fresh, clean water. Yeah. yeah. Fresh, clean food. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I, I feel bad for people that don't have access to that. He opened up with saying, you know, we have the advantage Many of us, yeah. obviously not people in Flint, Michigan, but many of us, <laughs> sorry for them. Yeah. It's a horrible thing. Have the advantage of being able to have access to piped in plumbed water right. that is healthy. Right. Uh, that's, we've got a wonderful climate here. You know, we have access to wonderful food. We're in a, in a, in a food basket, farmland, you know, yeah. just uh, advantage after advantage. And yet we're still not doing things that are good for us. Yeah, you know, we have we fill our time with other things that that leave us sitting instead of moving. Yeah, the body was made to move. I mean, even the lazy laziest of us, myself mm-hmm. very much so, mm-hmm. need to move. Yeah. And in fact, the lazier you typically feel, the more you probably need to move. Right. Yeah. And we we need we need motion. It doesn't always have to be aerobic activity. Any activity is better than no activity. Yeah. Well, you have a sedentary job. Uh I have the advantage of working in a clinic. So I'm sitting, but I'm also get called away. Got to yeah. gotta get up, got to do this, got to do that, which is really great. But still, it's not half the amount of exercise that I need. And right. I know it, for me personally, the easy thing for me is just change your diet. Like, oh, right. I'll just cook something different because I like cooking things. Right. So I'll just, yeah. I'll, I'll just fix that. That's different. But the hard part for me is get out and, and exercise. Yeah. Not stop filling your... There's always errands you can run. Right. There's, yeah. it's, I can always find something to do with my time rather than hiking around, which I also really love. Right. Isn't that the irony? Because once you get moving, you actually usually really enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It, it it fills my heart, it, you know, and makes me feel mm-hmm. better. And being the herbalist, whenever I can get that busy body feel when I'm out there hiking. Right. You know, I can still stay connected to the things that I love, like all these beautiful plants and noticing the smells of them and seeing, oh, this one's growing over here. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize it was morale season or whatever. Those kind yeah. of things will happen anyway. But I get trapped in the this this fish hook of society that I, I, I bit that fish hook. I did that. Oh, yeah. Well, know, and I mean, it's it's our culture and it's our electronics and yeah. it's, you know, so much around us is encouraging us to just kind of sit and sure. engage in these addictive behaviors that aren't healthy. But I'm the boss of me. It's you true. Know, I got it's no true. one to blame but myself. And if I keep blaming, well, this person offered me this instead of saying, Sue, that's your butt. You're in charge of your butt. You yeah. put it in that chair. <laughs> you did that. Now that's pick true. it up. That's true. So That's go true. out and do something healthy. Enjoy yourself. Hello, yeah. anybody home? <laughs> but there's a lot of social pressure that goes along with. So that what? Yeah. Well, who no, cares? Not so yeah, well. but so if, if, some, if you're in an office and somebody brings in a birthday cake or whatever, and you're, it's a part, it's a social thing. It's hard to be that person. This is no, don't give me. I don't want the cake. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but socially, it's mm-hmm. a, it's, it's, it's it difficult. It is yeah. hard, and it you know this. I was just at a conference. I spent my last week at a conference and it's a conference on health and nutrition, mm-hmm. you know, so everybody there is all about health and nutrition. And then we get together for, you know, the, the middle of the day lunch, or we get together for the you know drinks and, and dinner afterwards and the dinner's late and everybody's having rounds of drinks and the foods are all from restaurants. So, you know, they're going to be loaded with fats and sugars and salts mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And it's very hard to make a choice at that point. That's all healthy. Right. And, if there's more than three people, I find, because I'm the one who will make those healthy choices, 
because I, for myself, I just don't want to pay the price because the price is just too high for me mm-hmm. because I don't like how I feel later and I won't make it through the rest of the conference. Right. And so I, I have to, um, but I'm looking at all my, you know, my friends that I'm with and they're like, Oh, this is just the one time of the year that I just let go. Mm-hmm. And, I, and no judgment. I'm like, fine, you go for it. If there's more than three people, it's easy to slide under the radar and be the one person who's eating the salad mm-hmm. and nobody even notices. But when there's only three of us, it's very hard to make that choice. Mm-hmm. Three or two, or you know, if I'm with two or three people, mm-hmm. then it's really, really hard. The pressure is much greater than it is when there's five or six people. Right. Well, I get for that people are different, mm-hmm. but I, I personally have always pride when I'm saying, so what I'm saying, on, I pride myself in being an independent thinker. Sure. I, mm-hmm. I like yeah. I actually made a life for myself being an independent thinker. Yeah, and you are. I mean, and yet. It's like hurting a cat. Who's not getting outside? <laughs> right. You know, me. Right. I am yeah. the boss of me. Right. So for me to sit there and go, well, you know, but it was just so much easier to blah, blah, blah. That's not yeah. an excuse. No, it's not. And the repercussions are literally hurting me. Yeah. I think that it's not as much an excuse as it is an acknowledgement. That's a hurdle I face. Now, how do I get through it? Right. How do I get around it? How do I get over it? It's okay to acknowledge it's there, but it's not okay to give up. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to use it as an excuse. It's just okay to say, okay, you know, the, the company brings in birthday cakes every month. Mm-hmm. How do I deal with that? Right. What do I do to avoid eating the birthday cake? How do I learn how to shift my own thinking and my way of interacting with the other mm-hmm. people that are around me so that I can still be there, be a part of the group socially, and not be such an oddball that nobody invites me out mm-hmm. or that I don't have connection? Right. You know, and I know that that's something I did early in corporate culture when I was much younger. I was the one out of the whole office that never ate the cake. Right. And it was really challenging to figure out how do I voice what I'm doing and why I'm doing it so that it's something that everybody else can understand and accept and not think that I'm judging them Mm -hmm. and not feel judged by me because it wasn't any of those things. I mean, I was making the choices I was making for my own reasons, right? but my reasons weren't necessarily part of my culture's values. Sure. So how do I figure out how to make it work with my culture? There are some people that they are so fragile that no, no matter how many times it's not you, it is me. You know, I've I've been that with my coconut allergy and now everything's got a goddamn coconut in it. (laughs) I know. Right. Hey, keep it clean. (laughs) What? Keep it clean. Oh, sorry. But that, that I just don't hardly eat at potlucks anymore. Like I just can't, I can't guarantee it. I'm, Oh, that's yeah. why I bring my own yeah. thing and say, then there's always the person that's like, well, you know what? I really keep a clean kitchen. Well, cool. But I'm like not that. the boss of them either. Right. If right. they feel bad, yeah. so be it. Right. That's a, if yeah. you are allowed to have your own journey. Right. So I, I've had to learn to say, oh, right. you're, you're feeling bad about that. Well, I've already explained it. If, if you don't accept what I have to say, that's okay. I'm not going to spend a second more talking to you about this. Right. Yeah, well, and it's a deadly allergy for you. Right, yeah. I was thinking about you this weekend. Do you have my own EpiPen? I was thinking about you this weekend. We had this little treat. It was called, it was by a woman who named named Veronica. And we were all calling them Veronica's Balls, which we thought was hilarious. (laughs) And you tell me to be clean. She didn't swear. She didn't swear. (laughs) She did. It was just an innuendo. (laughs) They were tasty as heck, but they did have coconut. She had a recipe and she had added coconut to them. Uh So it was her, her, I think, I believe she made the recipe. I'm not sure, but they were so good. But I kept every bite. I'm like, coconut, poor sushi. Poor sushi. I'd have to get the recipe and take the coconut out. If I took it out, she could have this and she'd love it because it's so good. (laughs) Had like little chocolate nibs in it. Oh, and stop now. Flax stop and chia now. seeds, but they weren't gritty or anything. Right. It was so good. Nice. Oh. And there was coconut. And I was like, oh, there was coconut. Take like out. everything. Got to yeah. take that out. But yeah, I mean, that it just, that's, that's your piece is you got to know yeah. what you got to be the boss of you. And it, yeah. I think it sometimes you it's easier. It. I think you it comes out. It. You have to own it. You have to own it. I think yeah. sometimes it's easier when you have an allergy. It is because, because you've got a medical thing. Option. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know people yes. are like, well, I'm allergic to oh. seafood, but I only puff up a little bit. I'm like, geez, Jesus. really? Seriously? Are you kidding? <laughs> a little bit. Wow. I mean, I love pufferfish. What adorable little creatures of the sea. But come on. That's Leave not a good there. look. Leave that's there. not a good look. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was easier when I, back in the corporate world, when I was not eating certain things. I was not doing it 
because I knew it was right for me. And But I didn't have an allergy or something I could point to. Right, a physical piece. So it was challenging. And I did find, figure out how to do it. And it was fine. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, years later, well, you know, 15, 20 years later, I was realized that I was hitting the menopausal years. And for me, every time I drank any alcohol, I noticed that that made symptoms worse. Right. So I stopped drinking. It's Which not, in this alcohol-rich culture, yes. especially at, oh my with, God. with being I've herbalist. I've been fermenting for 22 sure. years. You bet you. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been fermenting for a long time and I enjoy my fermentations. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. But I yeah. realized yeah. that yeah. I needed to stop drinking them. And, and when I started to tell people, you know, the first few times that I didn't take the beer and everybody else, and they're all looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Something wrong? Are you, I'm offended now. You don't like my beer? You know, they're all upset. And I I explained that it wasn't healthy for me, that I was having problems with my liver. Mm -hmm. And I maybe made it sound a little bit more grave than it actually was. Mm But, you know, when I could point to a medical thing, suddenly they're like, oh, okay. oh, right. here, can we get it's you not, something else? It's not you valid know, would you, like you a just cup to want to be a better person. Right. Forget that. Exactly. No, yeah. no, exactly. no because then you're better yeah. than us. And I don't like yeah. that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. That, yeah. And then, right. then we go oh, into another her, She's not drinking because she's choosing to be healthy. She can leave. Yeah. You can't just be exactly. happy for somebody. I mean, that's the other right. thing. And I think in this culture yeah. is you just can't be happy for somebody. Right. If they have right. success in their life, you can't just say, look at you. That's great. That yeah. must be awesome. Yeah. I don't know what that's like right now because I'm eating Cheetos, but good for you. You know, <laughs> right. you can't just say that. That That's that's a piece we need to stop. That to, comes you know? with age. I think that so. Comes, that, that comes with that. I really don't care what you're doing. I, I do not care. Yeah, it comes with age. I mean, it really does. Because I was it's that true. person in my 30s, like, what? Judgy, Judgy McJudgerson. Oh, you were Judgy right? when I didn't judgy, drink beer. Judgy McJudgerson. You were Judgy when I didn't drink beer. Yeah. And, and now I was like, okay, that's, and that's your I, thing. I hate this word for using it, but that's your journey now. And I and yeah. find a respect the way you need to be. I'm happy mm-hmm. that you're here. Right. Giving yeah. me your yeah. time. Right. Because yeah. I value your time now. But yeah. when I was younger, I was like, you're not joining in. Yeah, you're somehow not supporting right. me. You're not supporting me. You're not enabling me to be this person. Right. I don't yeah. need your emotional uh, permission slip. Right. You know, I can I can drink this beer and then be very very interesting in another half hour. Mm-hmm. What, right. It's my thing. It's yeah. my journey. It's your journey. <laughs> it's my journey. You can have that journey. <sighs> Please don't yeah. say that word anymore. <laughs> and it's been ruined. ruined. Okay, so I got a question Ruiner. for you guys. What do you guys think of cleanses? Cleanses. We talked, like we what talked, kind of cleanses? Like well, full-on detox, water diet? Yeah, cleanse? that was something that came up a couple times mm-hmm. over the weekend, just in not in the conference itself, but just people talking in general. About you know, conversations. And I heard overheard bits of conversation about people talking about doing cleanses. There was one person that was talking about doing what to me sounded like a fairly radical cleanse. What was it? Um, and I didn't get did not get all the details on it. It sounded something like similar to one of like the lem, master lemon cleanse. Oh, with master, the molasses or maple yeah. syrup and lemon and cayenne pepper and yeah, and going down to drinking like just juice. that. Yeah, like where it was it was getting down to a almost liquid sort of diet. It was right. really radically stripping a lot out of diet. Yeah, I've I've done those before. How how did that days. work for you when you did it? Well, uh, I recall feeling. Really great after day three. Like it really yeah. felt good. And it, so like I used it to reset my clock. Sure. Right. You know, just. Did you do it more than once or did you Several just times. Do, oh, yeah. Okay. It was kind of an annual thing. I did it one year. I did it finally. We finally did. Patrick and I did that together. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. And then. And it worked. It made me feel much better. And then I did it maybe six months or a year later. Mm-hmm. And that one was even better. And I went longer. I think that one I did for like nine days. It was wow. a long. It was yeah. a significant amount yeah. of time. It's the longest I've ever done a fast like cleanse like thing. Mm-hmm. And then the year after that, I did it, and it didn't feel that great. And I think I tried it one more time, and I lasted for like a day, and I realized it wasn't right anymore. Uh-huh. And I haven't done it since. And I think what I realized was that I needed those harsh cleanses or those really intense cleanses. To get through, because there's a lot of crud I had to strip out, mm-hmm. a lot of buildup. And once I did, and then my diet, I worked on shifting my diet and my you know exercise and everything else, lifestyle between each one to be healthier. Right. So I think that I reached a point where lighter weight cleanses were better for me. Yeah. 
Well, that's the know yourself thing. Yeah. I know I was in my, my 20s and 30s when I was doing those. And this was always after the holidays. So yeah. that's the resetting yeah. the yeah. clock yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and it really did help with my allergies. Like, nice. you know, this time of year, the the flowers are coming out and yeah. everything's just pollinating at once here in the Willamette Valley. And to be able to have, okay, stop eating that stuff. Just entirely yeah. stop it. Right. That yeah. was a mental yeah. cleanse, I think, yeah. for me. I don't know how physically good it was for me. But right. yeah, when I think it was in the 80s, they talked a lot about, oh, you've got to clear out your bowels and blah, 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 blah. Like, right. Yeah, those pictures in the back of the magazine with the guy. Oh, mm. those are nasty. Yeah. Long. So, and yeah. that that's, mm. a, I know, I hate, mm. Mm-hmm. Skepticism Sue here. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen that happen myself. You're right. What's that? You don't do, remember the pictures uh, in the back of the magazines of where, the colon cleanse? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. That, so our bodies are. What, what are, don't you use, what you don't believe in? The, the, I don't necessarily think that getting to the point where you are excreting mucus well, I agree is, is it necessarily a healthy thing. So our bodies are full of fluids and solids. And I think that the, the healthy thing is not to do the start and stop for most people. Right. You know, I right. mean, different bodies are, are yeah. someone with a health condition like diabetes. A cleanse would be a horrible thing. Right. That would that's be so, god awful. Yeah. That's so important to know, to work within the confines you have based right. on conditions. Yeah. And one of the problems I have with some of these cleanses is it's, like, it's good for everybody. Is yeah. it really? It's good for a pregnant woman. Yeah. Really? That's the starvation uh, thing would be scary. great for the yeah. fetus. That's what you're telling me? Because no. I don't buy it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I've seen cleanses that are much more gentle. I mean, the one that I do is really gentle and mm-hmm. it's really just, you know, eliminate artificial stuff, eliminate. But that's an elimination but diet not, as opposed to a cleanse. Not, yeah. It's not a full on cleanse. It's like an incredibly gentle cleanse. Right. If you want to think of it as a cleanse, but you're never not eating. Mm-hmm. You're eating as much as you need to feel full the whole right. time. You're yeah. not, you know, you're try- not trying to starve yourself. Yeah. It's just really about clearing your diet. What I'd like to see you know. for people to do a cleanse is to go into a place where they're for sure breathing clean air, mm-hmm. you know, clean mountain air or clean sea air or something Hyperbaric like that. Hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure what that is. That would be like, well, I've heard of those. I haven't, no, I've heard I of haven't them. tried. Continue your, your train oh, of thought because so, yeah. I think so it's something that I wanted to add into it. But the, 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 the area that you're in is very clean and that yeah. you're not bombarding yourself with a whole bunch of social media or going to movies yes. or inundating yourself with yeah, clear constant. Your, clean your mind too. Clear right. your mind. For Make parents space. probably are thinking about that. Yeah, that'd be really great is if I could have that, I'll just put my children in a container and then right. I'll be yeah. able to, <laughs> But to just <clears throat> kind of reset your clock. Yeah. In so many different ways. Just eating really healthy food, you know, that doesn't have a bunch of pesticides on it. That's the Mm -hmm. kind of cleanse I really wish for every person. However, life doesn't run that way. Yeah, I've heard that in Europe they still have things like that where you you can get an order from the doctor to go to the seaside and they'll actually... I forgot it, what they called that, but there's like... I don't know. That sounds like Eden. They have actual, like, you can actually, like get a month off from work or whatever it is and, yeah. and go to what it sounds to me essentially like a spa by the seaside and run by Upa Lupus. I mean, that would I be awesome. Know. That would be awesome. But it, it's so for far people from our experience great. here in America. For people that are low income, I don't know that we have so that option. Yeah. No, but you can do things like, you know, you can no caffeine, no sure. alcohol, no tobacco. Yeah. Um, no processed sugars. I mean, these are things you, you can, can shut eliminate. your screens off. Mm-hmm. You can shut your screens off. You can off. not get the newspaper and you know, just put it out. You can do it for a day or two, ship the kids off to grandma for the weekend mm-hmm. and give yourself the spa treatment at home. I mean, sure. That's the kind of stuff that I do. Those are the gentle so kinds of yeah. cleanses. That- the other thing that, you know, going on to the cleansing yourself of the um, media bombardment, mm-hmm. it's also the perfume you wear. Right, yeah. deodorant, La- laundry clothes detergent. detergent, laundry yeah. detergent, skin yeah. detergent. I mean, everything. We were, Candace and I were talking about this earlier about this constant bombardment of chemicals that we're in, mm-hmm. yeah. and it has an effect. Right, it's a mm-hmm. it's a cumulative effect. Right, so cleansing or doing a what do you want? Well, what do you want to call it? More of a shred, more of a give elimination thing. You said mm-hmm. yeah. elimination, and then diet. tying some of that in there. You know, maybe that's the week if you don't typically. If you, let's say you love Tide, that's your thing. But maybe for that week, you do draft 
or you make your own like mm-hmm, laundry yeah. detergent. You change it up a little bit. Use some Phil's nap though. Right. Just to change mm-hmm. it so that you can see. I mean, I know for me, I get a, I get a physical response every time I do a shred. We do one every eight weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And my, I actually have you know, skin pimples that appear on my thighs and on my forearms, mm-hmm. you know, and after the cleanse is over or the shred, they disappear. I mean, and finally they they clear out. And then you feel a lot better. You feel oh, yeah. more energized. Tons and more energy that. Yeah. Uh, afterwards. But that's, you know, and that, and that's still eating. I'm not giving up eating. Right. I'm just no. giving up all the extraneous stuff like mm-hmm. the caffeine, alcohol, tobacco, all that. Going to the bare bones. All the fun stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, the, that helps me, and I, I am, you know, resetting your body, especially now because of our food is not healthy, wholesome as much as it could be or should be. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, Sue, we're stressed, we're working, we have time. But what are we going to do? Right. Um, so, trying to take that ten days every eight weeks or so can help. So mm-hmm. anyway, that works for me. Anyway, I like it. So, but. Yeah, I think it's important to make sure if you're doing anything like that that you're going to your healthcare practitioner and make sure yeah. that you're. Because that's a shock to the system. Especially a cleanse. If you read Especially some kind of crazy cleanse. diet that's yeah. going to wean you down to water for a period of time. Sure. Oh, yeah. That and then don't start that back up with a steak. Yeah. No. You, you will regret that. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. He's done that. <laughs> yes. That was well, good. These trendy diets that yeah. keep coming up. Yeah. Like that the Adkins diet Adkins and the and Hollywood diet and paleo. And transformity and, diet. Yeah. I've known like so many people so that many. went on those in like the first couple of months. They lost a bunch of, of weight. Yeah. And then after that, they they stabilize. Like, well, that just tells you that your body went into shock with what you're eating. Yeah. And it started burning itself. And then it stabilized. Oh, okay. This is what I'm going to do. So it's a healthy diet yeah. or it's just a shock? Yeah. Not so much with the healthy. Well, like in those cases, I mean, like with the Adkins, when it was big and popular, you were cutting, you were basically cutting a carbo fast. Right. You, you had yeah. no carbs. Right. Um, and, and, and that's, that's not, your body needs carbohydrates. It does need carbohydrates, yes. but you know, that's not as much as we plants. usually eat. Not as much no. as we normally we eat. That we was it. That was yeah. it. Um, you know, between all the breads, cake, and we talked about birthday cakes and everything mm-hmm. else that appears and sodas, it's all carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get that out of your diet, yeah, you're going to lose weight. There's sure. no question that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. And I don't know anybody now that would say that they're still on the Atkins diet. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, it's hard to last those diets. Or long-term. sugar busters or all the other. Yeah. People usually last somewhere between nine months, maybe a year, and then they usually fall off of them. Or they fall off of them periodically and get back on. Yeah. And well, so they're going on and off of it. And they regularly. gain more weight when they come off. Exactly. Like, oh, I was on paleo for a while and I lost weight the first three months and then I stabilized and then I started gaining weight. Like, what's right. going on with that? Well, welcome to the statistics. Yeah. You know, this is what we see. Please, if yeah. a new diet comes up, don't jump on it. Wait till somebody else is the guinea pig. And sadly, when you're doing that, getting on and off those diets, that's when you're also programming your body to hang on to fat as much as possible yep. because it never knows when it's going to be starved of that specific type of nutrient again. Mm-hmm. And your body requires all of them. And it yep. requires carbs just as much as it requires proteins. It and does. Vitamins and, and minerals. I, I would put money on this that when it comes down to it, what you need is a balanced diet, yep. healthy exercise, lots of water, yes. lots of lots of rest. Yeah. You know, the end. There's, yeah. there's no, there's no substitution for that. Right. No pill is going to stand in, stand in the way of that. No superfood, no fancy diet. Yeah, None of it, it's going to, when it comes down to, to what yourself. the cleanses and the various elimination diets and all that stuff, really it should be a temporary tool to help you adjust your health, mm-hmm. adjust your lifestyle. Right. Whatever you're doing needs to be sustainable for the rest of your life. Right. You don't like I do. I do the elimination diet that we call it a shred, but I do it mm-hmm. once every two months. Mm-hmm. But it's a very gentle, right? And honestly, what I found is that each time I do it, it it becomes more of a more natural. This is just the way you eat. It's mm-hmm. becoming more and more of a pattern. This last time I did it, I didn't like really break it for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I was trying to not break it. It was more that it became. It's becoming more and more of just a natural way of eating. Mm-hmm. And it's still healthy, well-balanced diet. Right. So it's not like it's, you know, it's not like I'm making a strange choice and trying to force my body into something. I'm just working toward a healthier way of eating that includes more fruits and vegetables. Yeah. That minimizes the fats 
in my case, minimizes wheat because wheat causes more my allergy symptoms during hay fever season mm-hmm. to be worse. Sure. I'm not allergic to wheat. I am not celiacs and other forms of gluten don't seem to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Wheat itself just causes my sinuses yeah. to swell a little bit. And there and are I some people, they can't, they have such a special diet that yes. clearly for us to say, we'll just have a balanced diet is laughable to them right. because they have yeah. huge allergies. You know, I, well, I like know someone with celiacs. With celiacs. That's really a hard, that, that's a and very that, hard That's diet not what manage. we're talking about. Yeah. All of you listeners out there, we're yeah. not talking about the people that can only eat kangaroo meat or whatever, which I actually know a person that's got a diet like that. They can only eat, I know, they can only eat meat and they have to rotate the type of meat it is all the time. That's that's an autoimmune system. Yeah. That's an autoimmune system. Right. So that's that's a problem and we're not talking about that. Right. And folks with those kinds of of conditions really need to work directly with their (sighs) doctors and their naturopaths and their, you know, Chinese medicine practitioners or whatever helps them. them. And there's... Nobody, no one should be judging those poor souls because that's a heavy burden. They need nothing but support. Yeah. They don't need judgment. They need nothing but support. So right. God bless them. Ugh. Yeah. So what about sugar? What that's about sugar? we were going to talk about. So up next is Herb in the News. Oh. But first, a word from our sponsor. Occupy Medical is a free street reach integrated health clinic that demonstrates by example that healthcare really is a human right. We're an all volunteer clinic of doctors, nurses, herbalists, and others working together to heal the community. What kind of donations are you guys looking for? We need vitamins, herbs, socks, toothbrushes, and of course, good old fashioned money. You can find a complete list of our needs and contact information at occupy medical.org. Occupy Medical is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Hey, and we're back. Now it's time for herbs in the news. Okay, sugar, finally, sugar, 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 finally, finally, sugar, sugar, sugar. Yeah, the herbs in the news is an NBC special. We quit sugar for 10 days, and this is what happened. It's NBC News, uh, and it says here by Emily Slavic? I think it's one of the one of the ladies in that video was Emily. Okay, yeah, right. And it was a basically it was a little short video about three people um, who gave up sugar for ten days, and it was a challenge for them. And then they reported what happened afterwards. Ah, well, I found it. I found that interesting in the. They they were all younger people. I don't know their ages, but you know they were all they were younger than us. They were all yeah, as I say twenties to early thirties. Uh-huh. You know, they definitely were not forty year olds. Definitely right. not. You know, yeah. <laughs> I've known people that have done the giving up sugar thing. Most of those folks that I've known who've done that did it in their forties and fifties, hmm. and the effects were profound. Uh-huh. It didn't sound like the effects were profound for them. For well, this group, I would start with. What ten days is not even a two week period. That's barely enough to really get your feet wet. Like That's they true. didn't have time to to pull in some replacement behaviors. For them, it was just for ten days. My life is going to be awful. That's that's what they yeah. had, and then as soon as they were done, they're back to the oh thank goodness I get to eat donuts again. Whew, wow, well, that, what a brow wiper. Right, but that I mean to be fair, that was their goal just to go ten days. Just to go it 10 wasn't days. to change their lifestyle. It was just maybe more bring more evident of what sugar, where sugar is. Yeah. And it's in everything. Yeah. I think they were trying to experiment with what, what does it really look like to have a no added sugar diet? Mm-hmm. Cause fruit was still okay. I mean, right. fruits and vegetables, which do naturally have sugars were right. fine. And bread and all that. Yep. Well, bread was not okay actually, cause bread has added sugars. Almost all breads have added sugars because you need you sugar, to to sugar to proof the yeast. Right. Well, so right. They, but I mean, yeast, that's, but, I mean, even beyond, Enough sugar to proof the yeast. Yeah. I mean, you know. Bread is a carbohydrate that converts to sugar, sugar really yeah. easily. I mean, most bread you buy in the grocery store have way more sugar than. More than they need. Yeah. yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a little, I was unimpressed with the video itself because I thought, wow, what kind of diet are these poor people eating normally? I did feel kind of sad for them. I mean, when they're talking about how they can't. They can't take time to cook or prepare that, you know, the one woman, she's 
running out of the house to try to get to jury duty and she was late. So she had a breakfast and a lunch prepared and she didn't think to grab it for herself. Mm -hmm. I've done that before. Right. But but I felt sad for her because I'm like, you know, preparing breakfast and lunch for yourself every day should, in my mind, be just what you normally do. So, yeah, that one day maybe you you might run off without it. But Mm -hmm. You know, isn't making your lunch and breakfast normal? Apparently not, no, though. No, it's not. I mean... But we, we are not the harbingers of normal. I think no, we've, well, we've established that. <laughs> even, But even when I... Even, you know, 20 years ago, when I was much more mainstream normal, and I honestly was not an herbalist at all, mm-hmm. I still made my breakfast. You know, I didn't eat breakfast. I ate a snack at work, but I always brought food with me. I brought food so that... When everybody else wanted to go out to lunch and I didn't want to buy a lunch out, mm-hmm. I had an early lunch and then I would go out and I would get a coffee or something like that with them. Yeah. You know, so Again, I she was wasn't always normal prepared. Because wasn't I normal. wasn't that person. I, no. would, I would, <laughs> go would go out to eat. Go out to eat. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, you know, I think that being incredibly poor is what prevented me from going out to eat. But that world 20 or 30 years ago, doesn't it doesn't exist different. anymore. Yeah. It was a really the different time. processed food is just insipid. Processed yeah. food is the norm now. Yeah. And that's what that, that that's showed what that me. Was it was showing, kind of an yeah. eye opener for me. Like, holy cow, I I see it. Yeah. I see other people doing it, but it doesn't click in. It's like, oh, well, that's somebody else's food. And right. It's, and it's over for me. Right. That's, we're done now. Yeah, that's the thing. That's part of why I felt sorry for them is that I'm looking at going, wow, you know, for me, cooking for myself from whole foods mm-hmm. is just normal. And it has been normal. Right. And it's not that I'm perfect. I go out to eat. I get sure. pre-made foods sometimes. But for the most part, most of my diet is just, you know, I cook. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. You know, I've been doing it for, you know, 40 years now. Right. Or, well, maybe not 40 years because my mom cooked. No, but if you think about but, you it, know, Candace, I mean, we, there was, was a long normal. period of time where we didn't make our own spaghetti sauces. We didn't do any of that. We would buy the pastas. We would buy the prepackaged sauces. We would do all that stuff because it was fast and convenient. You're right. You know? We did. But then we brought those to work the next day, or at least I did. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I brought well, my generally speaking, and- I mean, I wasn't eating a lunch every day. But yeah, right. I mean, we would bring leftovers yeah. for, mm-hmm. for, you know, for food. Now, where they were in, they were in New York, right? So the one mm-hmm. guy was in 30 Rock, so they must have, um, you know, the main two floors, the main floors, and a lot of those buildings are like a mall. Right. You know, they have stores and they have whatever, and like he was going there and he, he couldn't find anything to eat. What, yeah, what's he couldn't 30 find Rock? Oh, Rockefeller Plaza, the, where the NBC headquarters is. Oh, yeah. And this is NBC yeah. News Story, so that's where he was working. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they, right. All three of these people yeah. worked at the N- NBC, and this this is the building they worked in. Right. Okay. Um, right. But, you know, it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, our, our diet and lifestyle wasn't great back then oh, no. either. And, so and, and when you're it, young, but, you can bounce back. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the disheartening thing, and we'll probably talk about it here, is at the end of the video, they are all back to doing – you know, drinking like, all their yeah. She's drinking soda. a diet coke. He's having a big donut with frosting on it. And the and best she, of the know, lot of them made coffee with sugar. With sugar. You know? I'm like, you guys, you know? <laughs> why would you do that to yourselves? Because <laughs> yeah. they they weren't on it long enough. They yeah. did it for a challenge, not right. to learn yeah. something. And yeah. it's intention, right? So the you know, and 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 far be it for me to to throw my judgment onto what I saw, but. Oh. Well, quite honestly, I, I I just looked at it and went, oh boy, did that just teach me about what is out there in the world? Right. That yeah. just gave me a little window into the, a world that I don't live in, and yeah. and a reminder to me to stop allowing you know these little pieces of processed food to slowly leak into my life. I have. I right. got to be the boss of me one right. more time. I got to be the boss of me because. Well, and you have to just model. You have to model the best lifestyle because there are many people who will look to you and who if all of us i mean all uh-huh. the older you get the more people look God to you for but if you're if you're doing something right mm-hmm. they want to copy it so if you're if you're happy well, they want to copy it if you do it wrong too that's one thing i noticed well that's true <laughs> i mean that's why we have processed food right yeah yeah because it was easy. That's that's what it was people picked easy out of it. Look and, at that. And it's delicious people, and it's easy. People were convinced for a long time that it was good for us. I mean, they still label it as if it's really good for you, like it's mm-hmm. healthy food and it's really not great for you. But No, no. Advertisers lie. Oh, exactly. I think, though, Sue, back to what they were doing, I think they were doing it to do what you found out, which is there's sugar in everything. Yes. And I don't think that they there. really thought about that on a day in and day out basis mm-hmm. until they were trying to give it up. Yeah. yeah. As a, as a, as an experiment, then they realized, wow, it's, I can have a green pepper everywhere. today. Yeah. 
you know, because they didn't, I didn't think they believed that they would have to change their diet that, that much. much. I yeah. bet you're right. You know, and they, yeah. oh, we can do this. We can do this. It'd be fine. It'd be easy. It's not the big a deal. Just don't pour sugar on your cereal. Boom, you done. Go. You know, right. and then they realized it was, it's everywhere. It's insipid. Yeah. It's insipid. It, is. it has penetrated everything. Well, I, I think you, we both, all of us like the second video better than the first video. Yes. Yeah. There was a second video that followed it. Um, I can't remember the name of the woman, but she talks about what, where are the hidden sugars? And she goes mm-hmm. down the different grocery store. Yeah. Aisles and yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, cereals, including oatmeal. Right. It was funny though because most of the things she's showing, I'm like, I would never eat that. I would never. I wouldn't buy that. I wouldn't buy that. But those things she's showing are supposedly healthy. Yeah, that's healthy. How many times have you seen the yogurt commercial with the really slender woman in the outfit pants and the the cute little? And she's eating that fruit in the bottom Uh stuff, you know. And you're like, no way. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Maybe that's all she eats for the it's day. It's not but... a diet food. It's not. No, no that's it's such a, a candy. Pack. It's, a, it's candy. a dessert. It's a candy. I think, what did you? Dessert. What line did you like? The woman said, the, the, "You're like, oh, I like that." Oh God, I can't. A remember. packaged sugar bomb. Sugar bomb. bomb. Yeah, packaged yeah. sugar bombs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the yogurt yogurts, which are real yogurts. It's right, calorie bomb. Yeah, she was bomb. pointing to uh, oh, look at like Cookies this yogurt is and plain, and you can and add your own jam to it. No, don't add the jam to it because the jam is nothing but sugar. I make jam. Yes. I know it's in it, and yes, you can it make is. low sugars jam. Yeah. But come on, just put apple frozen sauce, berries. Apple which sauce is just is better. apples. Yeah, or frozen berries. Frozen berries. It's sure, a frozen better. aisle. Go right. get the frozen berries. Yep. Put them in there. Done. Yeah. But anyway, that that sends me. Down. I I got I got annoyed when I saw how much sugar was in those prepackaged yogurts, which is like seven teaspoons and the uh, the amount yeah, that they're really body, tiny. Seven teaspoons for a really tiny serving. So the app <laughs> uh, the amount that um, an average female should be taking in is six teaspoons, which equals twenty five grams. The average amount a man that you're you can process taking in is nine teaspoons, which is thirty eight grams. And our average American is pulling in 19.5 teaspoons. So three times, two to three times the amount that we're supposed to be taking. Right. 82 grams. That's what we're average taking in that our body just can't process it. Yeah. I think for me, what the video had showed me or what that article really showed me is I always hear statistics like that. And I think, ooh, should I be, what should I be doing to eliminate that? Cause I don't want to be eating that much. And I think of myself as diabetes. average. Yeah. I think of myself as average. And I, I look at that and I'm like, oh, I'm clearly not average because I wouldn't eat like three quarters of the stuff they're pointing to. Mm-hmm. You know, the one woman talks about in the video about there's this great dessert and she just kind of passed it up. So she broke it just to have that taste of that dessert. And for me, I'm just like, well, I just want to eat the desserts. And I'm like, no big right. deal. But I'm 40 years old and I've had plenty of desserts in my life yeah. and I know there will be plenty more. So, But everybody's got their Achilles heel. Like for yeah. her, perhaps her Achilles heel is I'll never have this experience again. Right. That's, you know, right. She doesn't yeah. want that regret in her life. Right. Right. I get that. Yeah, I get it. For other but, people, yeah. their Achilles heel is I, I, will eat th- I will eat good healthy food, but man, I got to have a lot of it. Right. That's not necessarily helpful either. Or for other people, like, that's really cool, but it's got to have a ton of salt. Right. Let's throw on the salt. Also not particularly healthy. Right. You know, well, we've just, all got our little pieces. Yeah. I just looked at it and I'm like, oh, you know, and all the, the pa- like the prepackaged stuff. I mean, most of these are things that I just don't, they're just not part of my mm-hmm. life. I don't even think to use them anymore. Right. But I did. I mean, it's not like I never have. Mm-hmm. 15 years ago, yeah, I ate all that stuff. It takes time to uh, adapt your taste buds to it too and adapt yeah. your, you know, when you pull back from that, suddenly everything, you know, when you go back to it, it's like, intense like it does yeah, that, not taste you know, right. that donut, is, i'm sure that was a blast uh-huh. you know when you start you cleaning your system out you need yeah. a lot less of any of that to get the same effect right. i think your body builds up that tolerance you know mm-hmm. that taste tolerance take it away for a while and suddenly it's you know it comes back and like oh what yeah. is this beer never yeah. tastes so good until after, the, after a shred. After the 10th, uh-huh, the 11th sure. day. Oh, this is the best <laughs> pint of beer I've ever had. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, there there are some foods that I grew up with. Uh, uh, the fun little luxury foods like canned beans that were commercially canned. Oh, I still yeah. have that mental yeah. thing of it came from a can that you have to open with a can opener. And like, mm-hmm. oh, that's such a big luxury. And I still mm-hmm. have this idea in my head that's going to be delicious. And occasionally mm-hmm. I buy it. 
I'm like, God, there's nothing but salt in this. Right. What it was doesn't I taste thinking. What was I thinking? Yes. For me, it was SpaghettiOs with meatballs. I've and I realized my son hated those when he was little. I love them. Oh, my God. I love them. They were my comfort food for so long. Uh-huh. And he hated them. So I didn't. I stopped, kind of stopped buying them. And there was a point when he was like maybe eight years old and I bought a Cannon and, and he tried it and he's like, Mom, why? Uh-huh, right. <laughs> and honestly, at that point, it had been long enough for me. I was eating it and I didn't finish it because I was like. Why? Right. He's Why? right. Why? He's right. Why? The kid's right. Why? So there are yeah. things like the canned beans. I used to eat those at my desk every day, and my coworkers would laugh at me, but I was really excited to eat my canned beans yeah. at my desk, canned green beans, but drink the none. juice out of oh. it, everything. <laughs> you know? Beyond me. Yeah. And, and I used to do that, and I haven't had that in 20 years, and I just let that be in my memory. I don't want to try those again because I don't want to ruin the memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know there's no way it's going to taste like did yeah. then to me <laughs> the texture it's yeah. gonna be too soft it's yeah. too much salt too much of this too much of that yeah. but that memory is a part of it yeah Memory's exactly a big part it's like twinkies it. great memory yeah. don't need to ever eat one of those again ever 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 except yeah. for camping ever <laughs> ever ever except for camping it's a really good fire starter food isn't it, is it? Really one good. of those things yeah. i imagine it would probably Doritos are burn fast amazing to start fires with. Nice. Yeah, yeah they so. do actually work really well. They do. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, our, our yoga guy. Yeah. Um, we were. That's our parrot, by the way. That's yes. been in the background making lots of noise. Um, he had said that it's all about balance, right? So if if you eat that big, thick, heavy, disastrous donut with icing on it, like this guy did, then what can you balance later in the day to make up for that? What can you do to change it? What can you do? And in his case, um, the yoga he was talking about, acetic versus alkaline. And Uh if you need something acetic, then you need to balance it with alkaline. Uh So if maybe if there's a sweet, maybe you've got to have a sour. Or a bitter. Or a bitter. bitter Something to counter that to help. I don't know what it is, but maybe there's that balance of yin-yang thing. Uh Because you can't follow up sweet with another sweet with another sweet and then a fat. Mm -hmm. It's never going to work. It doesn't. And they don't taste as good. Each successive bite tastes less Gives yeah. you less yeah. benefit. Oh, less oh, joy. Yeah. The way my mind works, though, if I started doing that, I think I would just start. Yeah. Well, right. look, I've got this thing and it's really bad for me. So I'll just do this and then it'll be I'll okay. I'll have a cup of coffee with my Twinkie. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, that's, like, you know, that's been my diet plan for, for 20 me. years, the justification diet. The justification <laughs> <laughs> I assume to become a book. When you're How's, yes. <laughs> How's that working for you? Yeah. <laughs> I won't eat anything today because I can have beer tonight. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't work that way. That doesn't work very well. <laughs> I do think that balance in your diet makes sense. I mean, there are times where I'll have a really heavier carb and proteins for my lunch. Mm-hmm. So my dinner will be a giant salad. And that works. That works out well for me. Yeah, but that's you know? not what I'm talking about. I'm but, talking about but I don't know if that, I eat something that's not good for me at all. Yeah, to say, well, later that. I'll do this, the yeah. super healthy thing. I, I don't think that I, works. I know I cannot walk down that road. No, that wouldn't work for because me Because you either. couldn't eat the cool thing later or you – No, I would work. just keep – well, I justified it this time uh-huh. rather mm-hmm. than just saying, Sue, that is not good for you. Oh. Don't think you can justify that. Right. So you don't have a ledger sheet in your head where uh-uh. you get the in and the out? Nope. Well. <laughs> that, will, that will be, yeah. That Even if you do, the thing that's soon. not good for you is still not good for you. It's just not so why, good for me. So why would you want to start doing damage to your garden? You know, oh, let's just go throw some acid on the soil because later we can, you know, lime it and put some new grass seed down. Why would you want to do that? Why well, don't you I just leave the grass that's growing there? Just grow it there. If it works for somebody else, that's great, but it will not yeah. work. No, I understand. That's what I'm yeah. saying. No. And I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't enjoy life and things, but with everything moderation. I mean, yeah. you know, if you go on a special trip and you're going somewhere and, you know, let's say it's Paris and you go to a patisserie that you're never going to be at again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would maybe definitely. indulge Have in a declare oh, or something. Sure. Why not? Right? Because you're there. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, on the day in and day out basis, I don't think you have to indulge every day. No, yeah, no, you don't. But we, we that's live in a lifestyle where we can. Where yeah. we can. It's, it's right available there. every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. that's, that's where I hold the, that, like, the indulgence plan. I'll do things like I know at the holidays that I'm going to probably want to eat some of the sweets that are made. People will be eating wonderful, tasty, decadent, delicious things mm-hmm. filled with lots of butter 
Lots of sugar. <laughs> yep. I know I'm going to want to have some of those. So coming up on the holidays, I try to be as clean as I can. And I try to hold off as long as possible. If I can make it to the solstice dinner before I indulge in that stuff, mm-hmm. then I'm good till the new year. Right. I mean, sure, it's two weeks where I'm probably eating more crappy stuff than I should and not as much of the good stuff as I should. Right. But I know I'm going to do the shred right after this the new year. Yeah. And I made it all the way to solstice. So it's only two weeks right. or well, 10 if I, days. If we treated our diet the way we treat our vacation plans at work, like you don't get for every one day that you work, you get one day of vacation. Right. It doesn't work, <laughs> it doesn't work that, that way. way. Okay. <laughs> so if we kind of treated it more like I'm going to, this is how much I'm going to work. And then my treat is this, this little piece right here. Yeah, I love that. The vacation diet. The vacation diet. We should write a book. We would be doing better. The practical herbalist vacation diet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, once we do our shred, I'm going to be taking it light for May and most of June because the last two weekends in June, I'm not going to be taking it light. Again, solstice. Well, a friend of ours is graduating and then I have my big huge barbecue. And our son's son's birthday. We have have about three weeks. 4th of July. Boom, 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 boom. That's true. Yeah, we have have about three to four weeks in a row of, of... celebration every summer it's mm. it's like most people have thanksgiving to christmas in the winter mm-hmm. which we yeah. also have <laughs> yes good. that's balance we do the same thing in the summer right. <laughs> yeah that's good well, you gotta enjoy life but yeah and life will eventually kill you you don't get out of life alive but man we just it, it's not enjoyable to be sick all the time no and it catches not. up with you those those young people in that video that, that I think that's one of the reasons why they were able to really opulently treat their diets that way. Right. Because they're young. Because they were getting, they're getting away with it. Yeah. And their metabolism yeah. hasn't caught up with them. After my heart surgery, yeah. my, I got a completely different body. Yeah. It's a completely yeah. different body. I process things differently. There are things I can and cannot do Heart surgery. I just had the freaking mid, midlife. After midlife. Midlife crisis. Menopause. <laughs> menopause. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. hands you a different body too. It does. And, yeah. and I, I have to be very alert and saying those things that were wonderful in my 30s even – they're not wonderful anymore. Yeah, you not know, in my 30s. I think that's part of when people go through midlife crisis. I think part of it is recognizing the loss because you do have to change how you eat. Mm-hmm. You do have to start saying no to things that you don't feel you should have to say no to. Like for me, saying no to beer, I hated it the first you know year that I did it. I yep. hated it. Yeah, but I also knew it was the right thing for my body, and mm-hmm. it was a loss. Yeah. You know, I you mean, had to mourn it. You had to yeah. mourn it. Yeah, it's not just the beer; it's the culture, it's the enjoyment, it's the connection to thousands of years of fermentation yeah. that you know sipping that beer represented. Yeah, it's well, gone. I'd rather yeah. mourn the luxury than mourn bad health. That's true. I I will. It's true. There's just so so much life out there that you can enjoy when you've got your health still. And now I'm yeah. in my fifties, and I gotta watch myself. So yeah. no yeah. donuts for Sue. No donuts for you. <laughs> The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA. They're not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication. Or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem, any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.